Get ready, Helena Hustle is now live. Here, we will showcase successful leaders in business, athletics, healthcare, and all things that make Helena a great place to live. Join Dr. Daniel Bridge, owner of Endurance Chiropractic, as he searches out amazing individuals who are making a tremendous difference in this place we call home. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired with the Helena Hustle podcast. Laura, welcome to Helena Hustle. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm well. Yeah. I appreciate being on here. Thank you. Yeah. So my daughter has been going to your gym, HAC, mm-hmm. doing learning gymnastics, which is something she's wanted to do for a long time. And I thought, hey, let's get you on the show. Let's learn more about HAC. Oh, cool. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Um, will you uh, start out with your two truths and a lie? Yes. I've been so thinking it's hard, to, it's hard to choose. Um, so let's see here. I was born in Utah. I started Helena Athletic Club um, as a founder. And I graduated with a degree in education. Okay. I'm going to say you were not born in Utah. Okay. Is that the Good lie? Good job. Yes. Nice. yes. Where were you born? Uh, Okinawa, Japan. I'm really? from a military family, okay. so I was born overseas. What branch of the military was your mom or dad in? Uh, they were both in the Air Force. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Did you yeah. consider joining the military? Um, yes, I did pretty briefly. Uh, I knew that I wanted to be a teacher of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there weren't too many avenues, mm-hmm. you know, in the military for that. But yeah, um, it's definitely a profession I admire. Sure. What, mm-hmm. what were your parents' jobs? Uh, my dad started off as a pararescue mm. man in the Air Force and moved into like software engineering okay. um, and retired. And my mom was in uh, supply. Okay. Just, yep. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then what brought you? You actually you graduated from Carroll. Yes. With a degree in education, you said. Yes, secondary education mm-hmm. uh, for English. Okay. Mm-hmm. I student taught at Helena High School. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> that was. Have you, was that after you graduated? Well, the student teaching is part of the curriculum, yes, part of the degree program. Mm -hmm. So um, my senior year, I student taught at Helena High um, in the English department. Okay. Yeah. And after graduating from Carroll, did you, did you use your degree? Um, Not formally, no, not in the classroom. Um, I've subbed on and off in the school district, but Mm -hmm. I've never, um, I, I never, you know, did that as a, as a career, as a you know, school year in the school district. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so at what point did you decide I'm not going to do education right now? And I mean, not that HAC isn't education, but Mm -hmm. what, uh, what led you to starting the gym? Yeah. Well, I've always been in the gym as a young girl. I think it was, um, you know, like the 84 or maybe 86 Olympics watching Mary Lou Renton. Mm. And, um, of course you see it on TV as a little girl and, think how neat it is and want to learn it and do it at home and then your parents are scared so they take you to get some training and I never left uh stayed in the gym um all growing up you know did different disciplines because there are lots of different disciplines within USA Gymnastics and so I was in the gym for most of my um childhood coached as soon as I could when I was 16. Oh Uh, wow so how old were you when you started? Oh probably like four or five. Okay yeah. And so then just started coaching and hanging out and, you know, they caused gym rats and then moved to college and thought I would take my freshman year to just get used to my studies and schedule. And probably about a month into my freshman year, saw that there was a 
job opening for a coach at um, it was kids sports at the time, and so here in town. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. Applied, and then maybe with just a couple months break, I was back in the gym mm-hmm. and coached all the way through college. Um, and then it wasn't until about four years after graduating from college that I opened Helena Athletic Club. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what made you decide to open it? Yeah, well, you know, just lots of, uh, I wish I could do this. I would like to do it this way. I think we should try that. Um, and really, I wanted to bring my lesson planning and curriculum experience mm-hmm. with education to gymnastics, mm-hmm. you know, as um, you know, a trained teacher wanting to know why I'm teaching things, what the proper progression is. And then, um, you know, a teacher may have six, five, six periods of English. Right. Um, but in a, in a gym, you might have like, for example, our basics class, our beginning class, we have 19. Mm-hmm. How do we keep all those students? Yeah. 19 times eight is the max potentially. Eight classes? Sorry. Eight students in 19 classes throughout okay. the week. So if we uh-huh. have 19 level one classes, uh-huh. wow. how do we keep the Wednesday at 630 class on the same progression yeah. as the Tuesday at five? Sure. And so that part and the organization of it, um, the teaching part of it was probably the, the backbone, mm-hmm. really the biggest motivation. Mm-hmm. And then um, wanting to start a family. Just working in the evenings for a few hours isn't, you know, a really helpful way to contribute to, you know, family income. So it was sort of one of those, um, you know, co- deep conversations with my husband about which direction. If I, you know, go to teach, I have a classroom and teach, you know, the 830 to 4, then go to the gym. Wasn't really helpful, mm-hmm. you know, to start a family. So it was usually, you know, it was really either or. Mm-hmm. And that's when... Um, he really supported me to pursue my passion. Yeah. Uh, but it was something that needed to be more of like a full-time mm-hmm. thing and not just a part-time, you know, gig. And so that's really what, you know, that was the big push Okay. to sort of finally decide like, this is what I want to do because I would have to give it up to do the uh, other. Yeah, right. I mean, for the most part, I mean, mm-hmm. of course, lots of high school teachers coach and lots mm-hmm. of teachers coach, but um, for where we were at and right. starting a family, you know, that was the best decision for us. So you had the gymnastics experience, you had the education mm-hmm. component. Um, did you have experience uh, running a business or did no. you learn that as you went? No, that was definitely the uh, baptism by fire, uh-huh. if you will. Just um, jumping, <clears throat> you know, head in. And uh, I think the beauty of starting it was that we were small. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, you didn't start learning in the building you're at now. That's correct. Okay. Yep. Nope. We, um, yeah, just started with, uh, a few panels. You see the, the foam floors are six, uh, feet wide. And so we started with just three of those, mm-hmm. um, in a little sweet area actually on Colton drive. So our main, our building right now is on McHugh Lane. Mm-hmm. And then just west of that is sort of a cul-de-sac that is Colton Drive. Okay. Uh, there's a Montessori back there mm-hmm. and lots of other businesses, but we just started in one of those, so gotcha. half. So we started with just about 1,200 square feet. Okay. Did you say what year that was in? Uh, 2009. Okay. And at that point, um, I've, I've coached cheerleading and gymnastics, mm-hmm. sort of both back and forth. Uh, Rec competitive all levels since high school 
And so when we started the gym, it was just for all-star cheerleading. Oh. Of course, the three panels Mm -hmm. is how you refer to the foam strips wasn't enough to bring on a Mm. gymnastics program. Mm -hmm. And so while that was in our like three to five year um, business plan, we started with just um, probably about like 20 cheerleaders. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, at what point did you move to where you're at now, which is you're in a big building mm-hmm. now. Yeah, we're in a building that we built oh, um, and that we awesome. own. Yes, and that was, again, out of necessity. You yeah. look at all these different, basically, you just need big space, clear mm-hmm. span, high ceilings, lots of space. And so to find something like that existing, and then there's always remodel to do um, our pits, our foam pits are in ground. Mm-hmm. So that type of excavation and all that is is a lot, and mm-hmm. so you start looking at well, potentially remodeling a large space yeah. is, you know, just as much as more sometimes as starting from scratch and right. building what you need. Right. Um, so in 2014, we built the building that we're in now, which mm-hmm. is just under 12,000 square feet. Wow, awesome! And it it, I mean, I could do another one. Oh, really? We, we really could. I mean, we didn't outgrow it right away, mm-hmm. but uh, we definitely filled it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's been really fun to, to watch how busy it is yeah. on the weeknights. Do you think you will expand at some point? Gosh, I don't know. I'm getting in that phase of my life where comfortable is nice. <laughs> my kids are grown to the point where um, they, they both practice there and they work there. Oh, okay. And so, um, the how many work, kids do you have? I have three kids. Okay. My son is 16. Uh, Charlie, my middle daughter, Audrey is 13. Oh, and my, wait. sorry. We have a Charlie too. Oh, nice. Baby. Yeah. Oh, very good. And then my youngest is Annie mm-hmm. and she's nine. Mm-hmm. So my girls, uh, practice there and take gymnastics. My middle daughter competes and uh, teaches classes here mm-hmm. and there. And then my son, Charlie, you know, he's helped at the front desk. He works in the after school program and he teaches, you know, classes now yeah. and then. So mm-hmm. the time in the day to bite off something like that again, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, my workload is a lot less because I'm not starting things. Yeah. We've got a good um, system, good routine going, but um, that's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to start again and, and working on all that is, you know, I'm not sure yet. Yeah, you never know, right? <laughs> right. No, the potential is there and the community is just amazing. Mm-hmm. So I have no doubt that, you know, if we chose to go that direction, it would be well received. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, to be comfortable and sure is nice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yep. Um, now, I don't know a whole lot about gymnastics. It's something I've always enjoyed watching, you know, at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always enjoyed, you know, doing flips and stuff on the trampoline, but um, I'm fairly ignorant. So towards the beginning of our conversation, you mentioned there's lots of different disciplines. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know there's different events. I guess in my mind, I thought everybody kind of did everything. But can you t- teach me about that? Yes. Yeah, so actually within USA Gymnastics, which is our sanctioning body for the sport of gymnastics for all-star cheerleading, it's the United States All-Star Cheerleading Federation. Um, so that's sort of the guidelines and the rules and the certifications, mm-hmm. the credentialing that um, we go through and use for training and for registering athletes and professional memberships and whatnot. But USA Gymnastics has um, women's and men's artistic gymnastics, which is, you know, 
traditionally what you see on TV at the Olympics. Okay. There's trampoline and tumbling, which um, is actually four different events. Okay. And then you have rhythmic gymnastics, which is with like the ribbon and the ball and clubs. And then you have um, group gymnastics and acro t- uh, acrobatic. Let's see, tumbling and acrobatic is becoming a large like college. Mm-hmm. It was just um, accepted into the NCAA. Oh, wow. So there's lots of different branches or disciplines mm-hmm. of gymnastics. Mm. We just do women's artistic okay. gymnastics at HAC. It's just women's. That's correct. Gotcha. We have boys. Our younger classes and our beginning classes are co-ed. Mm-hmm. Um, but when young boys want to, you know, compete, we don't offer, you know, programs like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what was, what was your, uh, best event or favorite event when you were competing? Oh gosh. Um, probably floor was my best. Um, because then in high school I moved into tumbling and trampoline Mm -hmm. and competed that middle school to high school. Okay. But, um, I would say the beam just because it's the most satisfying Is it when you, when you complete and you do well uh-huh. and you complete a routine that's pretty solid mm-hmm. it's um the it feels the most satisfying the most rewarding you know people will tell you you're either on or you're off mm-hmm. and so to have an on you know beam set yeah. is is really nice mm-hmm. so um but that doesn't necessarily mean I was the best at it so um but but I enjoyed it when you're teaching your students or or your teachers are teaching mm-hmm. I got to imagine the beams something that um, people could get frustrated trying mm-hmm. to learn just because the smallest false step you're 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 off you're starting over um, so teaching uh, that grit to the kids mm-hmm. to stick with it and see their improvement through their effort um, what does that look like yeah well I'm glad you brought that up because gosh in a small town like Helena you have um, so many different things that you know, vie for kids' times. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think it's important that kids do a lot of different things. Um, You have things like 4-H, obviously other sports. And so really to go into this with just trying to win and championships and teaching skills and getting to a higher level is is difficult in a small community like this um, to have that be your only goal and your main philosophy. And I don't think it's... um, something that really helps a child or a teenager into their life. Um, gymnastics, unfortunately, it can be a lifetime sport in mm-hmm. that you can stay involved in gymnastics, um, you know, with coaching or judging and becoming an official, but you don't compete gymnastics, you know, very long, right. you know, it's such a small portion of your life really that you can participate. Yeah. And so it's important to think of all the things that lessons that, mm-hmm. It teaches, like you said, um, grit, resilience. You know, I, I'm still, with as many years as I've been in it, amazed at the falls these kids can take, mm-hmm. say at a meet or even at practice, uh-huh. and have to pull it together and finish right. and get back up. And so that get back up, that attitude, um, hard work, you know, is is really the important. That's the meat and potatoes. Right. I teach my coaches and my kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. You know, so everybody has their own journey. Right. You have kids that, you know, will pop through the levels and just soak up everything like a sponge and they're, you know, quote unquote, easy to coach. But um, that's not everybody. Mm-hmm. But everybody deserves a chance. Everybody deserves, you know, the same coaching, positive and um, the same support. Mm-hmm. So everybody's journey is different. 
And then it teaches the kids to work at their own pace. What comes easy to one might not be as easy to another. Um, and then the take pride in their effort to take pride in the results. Mm -hmm. If we're doing our job right, there will be results eventually. If it's little, small, big, um, even just things like courage, you know, overcoming a fear, uh, even if it's not a new skill, just doing it in a different, in a different spot, a little higher, Mm -hmm. a little faster, maybe. So finding success in different ways, teaching the kids that hard work pays off and supporting each other is, those are just some of the other lessons that come with, mm-hmm. you know, being in the gym, whether it's gymnastics or cheerleading, low level, high level. Um, those are my favorite things to develop yeah. in hmm. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, your mission, mission statement or just mission, mm-hmm. would you say that's it or how would you? Yes, for that? sure. Um, so we, we strive to, you know, build the character of the whole person, mm-hmm. whether it be through, uh, competitive and sports opportunities, athletic opportunities, or expanded learning. And the expanded learning covers our preschool and after school programs. So um, our preschool program is a, a play-based program. They get lots of time in the gym to um, you know, play and explore. They learn how to cooperate with each other. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to watch them imagine and build things out of our foam blocks mm-hmm. and set up forts and different things yeah. with the mats. and. Uh, that type of play is so essential to, to young kids. And then our after-school program is a community-based character building program that I was adamant wasn't just like a study group mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or a babysitting time. Um, they do a lot of things um, with the communication, communication to adults, communication um, interpersonal with kid, you know, kid to kid. How do I express my feelings, advocate for myself? Mm-hmm how, um, you know, conflict resolution, Mm. we bring in, um, professionals from the community to, you know, talk about their career paths and stuff like that. So sort of just that extra above and beyond, um, in, in all of our programs to develop the whole child, the whole person, give them lots of opportunities to develop who they are and who they want to become. Great. Yeah. You don't, you don't do uh, any adult classes, do you? <laughs> no, we actually get that a lot. Uh-huh. And in the past, I've done like reunion uh-huh. groups, you know, because gosh, I'm, I've been doing it so long. I'm starting to see my like second generation uh-huh. in the gym. And there's lots of kids that I'm coaching or that are a part of our programs. Um, and I've coached their parents. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun to um, have people like that back. And we yeah. get it a lot uh, as far as the adult class. But clearly the biggest hurdles, the, the insurance, the liability <laughs> insurance, if I'm going to be honest, right. you know, and, and tell my insurance, you know, that we don't allow uh, students over 18, uh-huh. then really that's prohibitive. Sure. Um, we have done, diff- we've done mom squads before oh, okay. as a fundraiser for our cheerleading teams uh-huh. and the moms get together and do a routine to perform at like mm. our season culminating event. Um, and it's a blast. I mean, that's more of a team building fun thing for their kids mm-hmm. and fun things for them to do. But no, I mean, not really, we, you know, not sure. in a structured, regular yeah. way. Yeah. No, the reason I ask is uh, my last guest that I had on, we were talking about that, you know, when you're a kid, you have so many opportunities to run and play and flip. And, mm-hmm. and then as an adult, we get kind of boring. I mean, mm-hmm. not everybody, but it, it's 
pretty easy to just get focused on your career and your family and you can kind of neglect your health. Um, I, I used to love doing backflips and front flips mm-hmm. on the trampoline and I had gone through a stretch of several years where I was just studying and uh-huh. I was in college and I went to my cousin's trampoline and I'm like, oh, this is no, no problem. Did a backflip. It was fine, but I felt a little shift in my lower back. <laughs> And it's like, wow, you can't not do something for so long and then expect that you're, you still have your 18 year old body without, you know, but by the same token, I still think that our bodies are super resilient. And Mm -hmm. if we start slowly and start easing back into whatever it is that we want to be doing, I mean, you see people in their forties doing gymnastics, Mm -hmm. right? Um, it's, it's about, uh, best is to maintain. And then if you do lose it is just working back to it, which is something correct with my patients that I'm always trying to work on too. Right. No, I'm, it's definitely possible. Um, you know, I would say the closest thing to adult gymnastics that I've seen, like in our community, if somebody's interested in that, is like CrossFit, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where it's, yeah. it's, I mean, gosh, when I was done competing and, you know, same went to school and sort of was out of it for a while. And then, you know, gymnasts don't, um, run for like cardio fitness, Uh you know? So, you know, the idea to run more than like for a floor routine or a vault was to me like, why, why would anybody do that? Um, and so I'll never forget my first time on a treadmill. I'm like, this is the most boring thing Uh I've ever done. Like this, people do this. Uh Um, and you know, you get into it and you get to enjoy it in different ways. And of course, but I thought, gosh, how lucky are we to be able to work out? And it's like so fun and you're flying through the air and Mm -hmm. flipping. Um, and, but man, you know, even some Pilates classes and different things that I, you know, eventually yeah. got into, geez, you know, nothing compares to the thrill of the a bar okay. routine. Right. Yep. So, uh, definitely it's one of a kind. Sure. Um, they say that gymnastics, wrestling and swimming mm-hmm. are the best for the, uh, mind body coordination yeah. mm-hmm. because there's not a dominant side. Knowing where your body's at in space. Yes. Right. And, uh, so for pre-readers, for young kids, that uh, left-right brain communication that is fostered when they're doing even just basic gross motor skills mm-hmm. in our gym tricks program yeah. is is huge. So you're really like laying a good scholastic foundation, right? Even for little kids. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Laura, we're kind of running up against time, but um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Of if course. somebody wanted to uh, contact you about any of the opportunities at the gym, what would they do? Uh, we, you know, we have a website, it's HACMT.com on Facebook, Helena Athletic Club, Instagram, Helena Athletic Club. Uh, we're very centrally located, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of my favorite uh, things about uh, the gym in uh, our building. And we're right off of McHugh Lane. Mm-hmm. So just north of Custer Avenue, uh, we're close to Four Georgians and a lot of neighborhoods. So very easily accessible. Nor- right north of the Meineke. Yes, yeah. that's right. I had yeah. Kim on my on the, the oh, show yeah. this week. So yeah, yeah, perfect. Cool. Well, hey, thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate having on. This has been educational, and Good. I'm just really excited for my daughter to continue to learn and to grow. Cool. Well, thanks yeah. so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Helena Hustle Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Helena Hustle Podcast.